we anticipate a stronger partnership over the years with the team in Honduras, and so it was just wonderful that these guys could be here in town and be with us this morning. So first, and I'd like to hear from both of you because I know you have a different story about this. Tell us how you met and how you decided to get married. Well, the night I met Adam, he was dressed like a bee. In my defense, it was a costume party. Okay. <laughs> Still a little weird. <laughs> Didn't fit the theme of the party at all, which initially drew me to him. I was part of a Christian sorority at the time, and we used our parties as outreaches. And so at this party, I shared my testimony and the gospel, and that started a conversation between the two of us. Michelle's presentation that evening, the, the gospel presentation, was one of the simplest and clearest presentations of the gospel I had ever heard. So I was really intrigued and just began talking with this this young woman to get a feel for who she was and how she'd grown up in the church. So one thing led to another, and two years later we got married. Um, in, <laughs> did I we cut did, that off too quickly? That was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that we, phrase, one thing led to another, is just used to cover so many, oh my goodness. many, many, many things. That just, evening I, I walked her home after the party. I was no longer dressed as a bee. Unfortunately, some other guys that were on my floor in the, in the dorm had joined in our conversation, and when I offered to walk her home, they said, oh, yeah, Michelle, we'll walk you home. And so I... So I had seven or eight guys walk me home. Wow. So I couldn't ask for her number that evening. It was, yeah, it was a little weird. But okay. It worked out okay. Yeah, it did. And you've been married how many years now? Eleven years. Eleven years. And tell us about your family. We have two young boys. Jacob is six and a half, and Asher is four. And they are down in the, the child care universe. Yes, it's better for everybody. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes, we've all had children, and we've all been children, so we know that um, there's times when they need to be with other children. So tell us uh, how you guys ended up in Honduras and, you know, something about the journey that got you there. That actually has to go back quite a ways. Before we, the B phase? Just right shortly. Right after the B just phase. Just right okay. after the B phase. Our mission journey to Honduras began as early as our second date. We found out we had a mutual love for missions, and Michelle shared with me that she could live in a box if that's what the Lord called her to. I just knew that this girl was, was different. She was something special. Yeah, I told him that on our second date, and he took me up on it, obviously. Not really. I don't live in a cardboard box. We got married and went on one mission trip together to Uganda, thought we were moving there, and that kind of fell apart. We bought a house. I got pregnant with our first child, and Adam started working for his dad. And we, I say we, but Adam resigned to sending missionaries. And so anybody that came to us, we sent and two of those people you guys met in Honduras, Mike and Ashley Troxel. Um, they were our very good friends in Phoenix, and so we started supporting them. And a little down the way, Adam came to me and wanted to go see them in Honduras. So thinking that our role was just to support and send missionaries, I went on a trip to encourage them and see the work that they were doing. As soon as I got to Honduras, felt a stirring in my heart and was really struck by a number of fatherless children that we interacted with in Honduras and just the need for the gospel in a country that really wasn't all that far from home. So I came back and knew that it was iffy just going on the trip, but now I came back and was telling Michelle that I felt like we were being called to the field and that Honduras was the place. What I didn't know is that she had been praying for my heart since I had kind of given up the dream of mission work. She'd been praying for several years. She had her Bible study praying for me and just wanted it to be a work of the Lord in my heart, not 
not her <laughs> being the Holy Spirit uh, <laughs> moving in my heart. So we began the process with Mission to the World. It went very, very quickly. And we were on the field about a year later. Now, Mission to the World as an organization is about 35, 40 years old, but the team in Honduras is relatively new. Give us an overview of the ministry there. It's a lot of moving parts. There are. The team is only about seven years old. The team began with a lot of mercy ministry, a lot of medical ministry, just um, based on the, the skills and abilities of our team at that point. Uh, so we have a home for teenage moms escaping abuse and bad situations. We have a drop center for boys that live on the street. We have a high school medical clinic. We're doing church planting, and the team dynamics have changed a lot just in the last year. We have a new team leader, as our old team leader was promoted, and we've had two new units added to our team, two new families. We've had a renewed vision for church planting, and that all of these different things that we're involved in would at some point not rely on an American mission team, but that it would be a, a work of the national church. So we're putting a lot of our time and effort into the development of, of leaders to lead the church, and that at some point, as the church is more established, they would dictate more of the mercy ministry, which ones they want to maintain, and how they want to do that. So we're looking for more and more influence from nationals in Honduras. When Ryan and I were there, we visited, I think, four different church planting sites and, and discovered national pastors that were in charge of those places and got a chance to interact with them, so that's really strong. A strong feature. How can our church pray for you in the months ahead? For our family in particular, can pray for just our transition time right now. This is almost like being in a foreign country for our boys right now. Honduras has become such a home for us, and our youngest has lived in Honduras longer than he's ever lived anywhere else. So this is this is the awkward time for them. Pray for that transition. I'd say pray for our team. Get along really well. We like each other. We hang out and have a good time. But I'd pray that we would really love one another and that that would be the force for our work and just sharing the gospel in Honduras. And we can always pray that people would come to know the Lord in Honduras. That's good. Let's pray for Adam and Michelle right now. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you that we can be together and share in the work in Honduras. Thank you for what you've done there and what you'll continue to do. Thank you for Adam and Michelle and their lives and their family. Pray for their boys as they uh, live in America for this season, that you'd help them to adjust and to learn to be flexible uh, in the deepest ways. Also pray for the team there that they would enjoy each other's company and continue to do that. Thank you for the harmony that Ryan and I observed and for just the fun time that they have living life together and doing ministry together. Pray for Adam and Michelle that you would encourage them along the way, help them to remain focused on the work that they need to do now on their training and sport raising, as well as preparing themselves and their family to return to Honduras. Thank you that we can pray for our friends here and make new friends like this. In Jesus' name, amen.